Hey guys, a quick listener discretion. This is a dark humor podcast. Nothing we say is meant to make light of any of the situations presented. We are not victim shaming. If you do not like dark humor, this is not the podcast for you. Enjoy the episode! That was beautiful. Thank you. Just like you. Stop. <laughs> I will not. I can't handle this. <laughs> I think you can. <laughs> Definitely can. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to our podcast. <laughs> and welcome to Death Becomes Us. Hello. That's Krista. That's Talia. Hi. Hello. <laughs> We're here again. We are. For another installment of Your Works Nightmares. Oh, fuck my life. <laughs> for real. <laughs> Why do we do this? I don't fucking <laughs> I went down, because we'd be talking about this, whether or not we were recording or not. It's that's true. Why. <laughs> it's true. You're right. <laughs> that's exactly why we do this. Okay, but I listen. <laughs> Listening. <laughs> Do you ever like? Okay, so I saw the thing I'm talking about. Person I'm talking about today. Yeah. I saw a clip of it. Like, ooh, and it intrigued me. So then I was like, color me intrigued. Yes. And so I looked it up, and I regretted all my choices. <laughs> it was one of those. All the time, actually. <laughs> I'm just sad. Yeah. Yeah. Same. <laughs> the things we talk about are usually sad. Yeah. <laughs> It was just a weird, we've talked about this. Mm -hmm. I think we talked about last week, maybe the week before, how there's a weird disconnect from cases that were long ago. Oh, yeah. It's easier to talk about. stuff that's really recent. This is really fucking recent. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) So. I guess I'm here for it. (laughs) I guess I have to be. You have to be. (laughs) Yeah, I go first. Okay. (laughs) I don't know if you know this topic. I hope we didn't choose the same one. I don't think we did. I really doubt it, because mine is older. Okay. So, we might have broken our streak. (gasps) We were going to try and keep it alive. I know. It's fine. (laughs) But when I asked for your hint, guy and very creepy was not very helpful. I said super gross. (laughs) Oh, super gross. That's right. That's right. Super gross. (laughs) That's true. That's not helpful. A lot of guys are super gross. That's true. This is like next level gross. Oh, good. (laughs) It's the clip I saw... We'll get there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't okay. want to spoil it. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Oh, we are. Sorry. 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 <laughs> it's fine. Uh, the person I'm talking about today is Pazuzu Algarad. That is one hell of a name. Yeah. Not a given name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Makes more sense. Gave himself. Have you heard of him? Mm, off the top of my head, no. Maybe Fair. if I hear things, maybe it'll it'll jolt something free, but. <sighs> Hopefully not. (laughs) Okay. Either way, I'm about to learn. (laughs) Yes, you are. Uh, These notes are a mess. It's fine. I am also a mess. Same. Um, Now, okay. So I saw the clip we'll talk about in a bit. Mm -hmm. And then I researched online and there was very little online. Yeah. Like article wise. Mm -hmm. uh, Like enough to piece together all the information uh, right or give an actual story it would have yeah. been like two minutes long oh I would yeah have been like these bad things happen that's it that, that's my turn you go you go <laughs> <laughs> so i found a five-part documentary though that has, that has a lot mm-hmm. 
So you do one of those things where you watch the documentary and took notes at the same time. Right. Yes. Every time I end up yeah. doing a case that I watched in a documentary, mm-hmm. I'm always like, why did I not take notes? <laughs> <laughs> why did I just leisurely watch, watch. it? <laughs> yeah. I took notes while I watched. So the notes are presented to me as the episodes were presented. If okay. that makes sense. The timeline is following the same as the... Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. yep. Okay. So I'm going to do my best. It's great. Okay. I love it already. Okay. <laughs> Pazuzu Algarad. Side note, do you recognize the name Pazuzu? Pazuzu. Like the gum? No. No? Pazuzu is the demon in The Exorcist. Oh. Oh. Shit, right? Okay. Yeah. Oh, shit. Mm Mm-hmm. I did did not correlate. Just throw that out there. That's the kind of person we're dealing with. with. (laughs) That's cool. I like possessions. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We love a the, good possession. The way you, your face just now. <laughs> just like, what? After I said, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I meant it like. Stories. In the, in the, in the vein of horror films. Yes. Possession movies are some of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Just because yes. they're like genuinely creepy. Right. And, they're absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm, so they're mm-hmm. some of my favorites, which is funny because a lot of people are like, I'll watch horror, but I won't we'll watch, watch possession. possession. And I'm like, fair. For you, it's Ouija boards. Oh, yeah. You were like, no. <clears throat> That's me. No Ouija boards. I say goodbye before we even say hello. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. That's fair. That's I support how it works. that. I support that entirely. I have a... A Ouija board dish rag, and that's the closest I'll ever get. <laughs> I have Ouija board overalls, and that's nice. the closest I get. <laughs> it's the closest we get to Ouija. 100%. I'm fine with that. <laughs> All right. Pazuzu was born, his name, legal name, not, well, his given name, multiple, his birth name. Yes, because I believe he legally changed his name to Pazuzu okay. Algarad. Like, that is, I think. He his, wasn't just like, call me Pazuzu. He was like, I'm fucking Pazuzu. He was like, look at my license, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what it said, but I don't know. Maybe that's not correct. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Given name, birth name, is John Alexander Lawson. Was born August twelfth, nineteen seventy eight, in San Francisco, California. Ah, good old Cali. Good old Cali. Okay, so <laughs> fast forward a little bit. Okay. <laughs> in the nineties, uh, later nineties, um, he basically—I I don't even know how to describe. You know, there's those personalities that other people are attracted to and are drawn to, mm-hmm. right? And it's like the ringleader of the misfits. Okay, yes. He is that person. Okay. Okay? And he basically has this group of close friends, and they all hang out at his house because... they're a cult. I... <laughs> I'm Maybe. not throwing it out of the realm of possibilities. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Uh... His house is the party house because he basically runs it. Gotcha. There are no rules. It is a no-holds-barred party. Oof. Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> and, and I mean, like, super fucking disgusting, nasty shit. Gross. Yes. I don't... I already don't like it. Like, dead animals everywhere that he has partially eaten. What? feces everywhere urination people don't use the bathroom they just fucking go in the corner i don't know why my god that's so drugs galore he has multiple girlfriends that he calls fiancés 
and they have orgies and these crazy parties and he's super aggressive and like oof ah just goes buck wild buck fucking wild not into it (laughs) yeah (laughs) yep oh no Uh uh-huh and i don't (laughs) like i wish i could really just hit home how gross it is yeah it it, it, we'll get anyway (laughs) (laughs) you're obviously shook (laughs) (laughs) all right 2009 a man josh welzer goes missing goody we all know where this is going oh yeah oh yeah yeah. not anywhere good no and then he isn't reported missing until february 15th of 2010 so i think he went missing in like um july or august of 09 and then wasn't reported missing until february that's a long time it is it is and there is like Hmm. So he. <laughs> <laughs> Mood. Right. His uh, ex partner, Stacy. One of his fiancés. No. Oh. This is. Josh only had one. He was like. Oh, oh, oh. This oh, is oh. Josh's woman, Stacy. Josh is the guy that goes missing. Josh goes missing, okay, yeah. yeah. So his ex girlfriend, Stacy, like. They have a son together, her and Josh have a son together, and Josh was known to kind of disappear, so that's why she didn't really report him missing. Gotcha. Okay. So. There was no one in constant contact with him. No, no. He was kind of down on his luck at the time. He was selling drugs to make ends meet. There's no real, uh, nobody really knows how he came into contact with Pazuzu. Okay. Like. uh, Wrong place, wrong time? Maybe. Maybe. Reports say that he had been living there for like a month. With Pazuzu. With Pazuzu. Gross. When he goes missing. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. The eye roll. (laughs) Yeah. Meanwhile, okay, this also, this this case may be another breakdown in police-ing. Oh, no. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's, it's fine. not our fault that there's shoddy police work in these cases. Well, and I it's think just... that's the reason these cases exist. Yeah, that's it's true. It's because of the shoddy police yeah, work in most true. of them. Right? Like, that just happens to be a correlation. Mm-hmm. Not that... Yeah. No. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> we had this discussion. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> okay. Pazuzu tells his neighbors that he killed somebody. Cool. Yep. Because that's what you tell your neighbors. Right. Like, hey, I killed someone last night, but can I borrow a cup of sugar? Can I? <laughs> Do you mind? <laughs> um, but his neighbors don't really take him seriously because a lot of people feel that Pazuzu's behavior and, like, he is, he looks terrifying. Mm-hmm. He's got a ton of tattoos and some wild facial tattoos. Yeah. He's got long dreadlocks. He, he wants to be scary. Oh, yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. so everybody's just like, yeah, sure, buddy. Yeah. Whatevs. <laughs> he wasn't fucking lying though. Oh. <laughs> oh man. So and people then, like didn't really take him seriously. No, no, not really. Nope. Cool. Should have, but it's fine. <laughs> However, there is a neighbor around this time in uh, around the time that Josh goes missing. Mm-hmm. Her father goes and helps Pazuzu with something uh-huh. and then comes home and is like freaking the fuck out and he is like you never go over to that house like all this creepy shady shit yeah and this girl's like 
I think something real bad happened. Yeah. So she goes I think to that's the, a safe assumption. Yeah. Yep. So she goes to the cops and she's like, something happened at this house. You need to go check out this house. Mm-hmm. And nothing happens. They don't. Why? I don't know. It's just, I just don't get it. Yeah. I just, I will never understand, like, law enforcement not responding to something. Mm-hmm. Especially because right. you, you read about some of these cases where they have hundreds of false leads oh, and whatever, yeah. and they follow Fall every on single all of them. one, even right. though it's ridiculous. Right. And then there's other times where they get a report and they just don't even bother, mm-hmm. and it's like, why? why? Oh, also. <laughs> what better thing do you have to do? Right. I forgot to mention I'm pretty sure we're in, in uh, one of the Carolinas now. They've moved. They're, they're no longer in, in San Francisco. Yeah, they yeah. live. The, it's called Knob Hill, the house. they could never find parking in San Francisco. <laughs> right? <laughs> we literally drove around for like 45 fucking minutes before we found a spot. I was like, really? I, oh, I hate How that. does anyone live here? <laughs> they walk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Take the bus yep. or something. Public transport. Yes. Yeah, anyway, they're in, I'm pretty sure it's North Carolina, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. One of the Carolinas, for sure. A Carolina. And it's a smaller town. Yeah. So, and there's a very, like, pervading mythos about Pazuzu in the town. Like, everybody knows about him and knows he's kind of creepy mm-hmm. and all this shit. Small towns, mm-hmm. that tends to happen. Which then, why would the police not check it out? Yeah. It, I don't imagine if they have already, a lot like, of... whispers about this person. Right. Then why would you ignore a phone call? Don't fucking know. Cool, man. You're great at your job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. And then there are like... So Pazuzu has his close-knit group of friends that he does a lot of things with. Mm -hmm. And then there's a couple of other friends that float in and out, whatever. There's this girl, Sylvia, who is suspicious of things. And she's pretty sure that they killed somebody. Yeah. And so she straight up... P.I.'s this and gets her phone, puts it in her pocket, and, like, records a conversation Damn. between the friends, mm-hmm. and she's, like, asking them what happened and all this stuff, and they, they like, basically confess yeah. that they murdered somebody and buried the body. So she takes that to the police mm-hmm. and is like, yo. Pay attention to this. And they dismiss her because she's a drug addict. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god. I know. It's fine. It's not fine. It's like she may as well have been in the room when it happened. Right. And they still wouldn't, wouldn't believe her. Even believe what she says. Right. Right. And Does then, this come back to bite them in the ass? Can I ask that at least? Not really. Like, are there repercussions for the police? For missing this shit? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily repercussions, but like... Yes. They eventually found out that they yes. shouldn't have ignored yes. these claims. Okay. Yes. Good. Yes. <laughs> uh, Even if there's not repercussions, like, if people find mm-hmm. out that you ignored something, mm-hmm. they're going to be pissed. Right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. That's yes. what I wanted to yes. know. Thank yes. you. Don't Carry worry on. about it. <laughs> okay. So, Stacy, remember, Josh's girlfriend, has reported him missing. Mm-hmm. That was on February 15th. Eventually, February 23rd, they do finally get a search warrant to go and check out Pazuzu's house. Mm-hmm. I don't know what all the warrant entailed. Um, I believe I'll talk about it a little bit later, but okay. like nothing comes from this, and I'll tell you why in a bit. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Right. Set it up. Yeah. So, <laughs> search warrant. They search the home. Nothing. They don't see any 
like crime having taken place mm-hmm. so they leave they're like this place is a fucking shithole yeah. but like carry on yep yep <laughs> may of 2010 pazuzu's mom who lives there like lives there with him and just endures all their ragers i fucking guess Ooh. i'm not sure but i guess because she lives there and it still happens so i wouldn't want that son <laughs> same yes so what happens Uh, to his mother she files domestic violence charges against pazuzu and his girlfriend oh shit yep like against her yeah so like they attacked her oh no and like choked her out shit damn yeah uh but then she drops the charges like doesn't want to move forward with anything i don't know it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine it's suspicious is what it is don't be suspicious don't Don't be suspicious suspicious. (laughs) (laughs) all the tiktok videos yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's a lifestyle i cannot it's fine it's fine i cannot tell you (laughs) the amount of lesbian tiktoks (laughs) that have graced my page you're just like yes yes because they all post thirst traps. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> it's fine. You fall into it. You can't help it. <laughs> I'm not saying you specifically. I right. Mean, me too. That's how they get you. It was like that one I sent you the other day. <laughs> My husband makes yes. me on the couch. <laughs> I fucking died. I died. That was funny as I fun. was like, I'm fucking called out. <laughs> that was made for me. <laughs> for real. It's fine. <laughs> anyway. October 2010. Okay. He is... Pazuzu is arrested in connection with the death of a 30-year-old man, black man named Joseph. Hmm. (sighs) (laughs) Cool. So, (laughs) Joe... Nope. Pazuzu and his friend Nicholas Rizzi pick up Joseph at a convenience store, and there is no, like... I couldn't find it anywhere about, like, how or why Joseph went with them. Because he didn't know yeah. them. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. But he went with them. Maybe he was threatened. Maybe. Maybe. Because I probably wouldn't go with people I don't know unless I had a damn good reason. Yeah. Yeah. And they, there was some fucking fake ass story about... <laughs> Sounds fake. Sounds fake is fake to me. <laughs> that they were gonna go like target practicing in the woods, mm-hmm. whatever, and they're like on this bridge, and Rizzy, Pazuzu's friend, mm-hmm. from what I understood, basically tries to shoot Joseph. The gun jams, so he goes and gets another one. And then shoots and Joseph. And Joseph just chills? I don't know. Somewhere it said he was blind, but I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so maybe he was blind so, and just There's a lot having... of plot holes in this story. <laughs> dude, dude, I was like, what? Why? You gotta love that when you're reading something or trying to do notes yeah. and there's a name and you're like, where did where? this person come where? from? <laughs> yeah, the documentary mentioned that he was blind, but yeah, I don't know how much or in what capacity. Could he not hear? Because the gun would have... I don't know. Okay. Well, and I don't know if, if like, maybe he was drugged or something. Oh, right. Well, or... and I guess if they said they were going target, target shooting, yeah, he would but be like... But if he's blind, okay. why would he go? I don't know. <laughs> He can't shoot a gun. No. 
but but there but it never was really like so weird mentioned after that he was blind Mm -hmm, just the one time so yeah so i don't know like maybe he wasn't that blind maybe he was like (laughs) partially blind partially yeah Hmm. because it it seems like he was at the convenience store by himself yeah which i guess blind people can do you can do shit yeah they can Mm -hmm. so i don't i don't i don't know (laughs) (laughs) regardless joseph ends up dead yes 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 it's fucking bullshit it's Whatever. Whatever. It's not cool. Nope. And Pazuzu and his friend are arrested, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And March 2011, Nicholas pleads guilty to involuntary manslaughter and is sentenced to 13 months in prison. Wow. Right? What? Right? 13 months? Pazuzu doesn't even go to jail. What the fuck? (laughs) blank stare off in his face. <laughs> the sound of silence is playing in my head right now. <laughs> Just on a loop. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how this happened. I don't know. I don't I don't know. Also involuntary manslaughter? Because they said it was an accident. Okay. Sounds fake is fake, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's very fake. It's the fakest of fakies. <laughs> okay. Right. That's I don't know. Pazuzu basically I'm just angry. gets pro- right. He just gets probation and like walks out of the courtroom. No jail time for real. Is it because his friend was the one that accidentally oh, shot? Yes, I believe so. He oh, was cool. just there. He didn't actually do it. Cool. Cool. Although by this time, two other people have gone missing and are probably murdered. But it's fine. <laughs> How many times do we have to say one is too many? One is too many. (laughs) One is too many. Pazuzu's psych evaluation from this is then leaked to the media. Is it not good? It's fucking rough. Oof. Okay. So Pazuzu, like, he doesn't believe in bathing or brushing his teeth. Ah. He basically hasn't for over a year. Ah. He believes that if you do, it will, like ruin his like satanic soul basically oh my god (laughs) he's like not about it Mm -hmm. he's agoraphobic paranoid agoraphobic is when they can't leave the house yes yes it's when they're like have high anxiety leaving the house and being with people Mm -hmm. crowds of people and stuff right Mm -hmm. a schizotypal personality so he's basically schizophrenic Mm -hmm. yep yep oh no uh, he is a real menace to society, one uh, might say. He's also um, filed his teeth into points to make him sharper. Okay. Um, so that he can perform rituals and eat small and animals. Eat small animals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ew. I don't like it. Listen, I'm all for body modification. Like, right. Obviously, yeah. I have tattoos and piercings oh, yeah. and shit, but yeah. like, there are limits for me. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, too, is, like... And bathing. I res- okay, yeah, yeah. Like, I respect people that want to have, like, crazy-ass body mods. Sure. Like, sharpening their teeth and... The people that do, like, scarification tongue. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. I'm not judging any of those people. Mm-hmm. But this fucking guy is the worst of those people. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and he Like, gives- express yourself. That's great. But, like, mm-hmm. not But bathing. then don't murder people. Yeah, don't murder people. And, like, not bathing and stuff. Like, Sir, take care. Please. He had to smell so bad. So bad. He was nose blind for sure. Oh, 100%. <laughs> he lived in shit, so, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I've always wondered that about like hoarders. Oh, if they watched hoarders, I haven't. And there's like the idea stresses there's me out. episodes of hoarders where, like, there was one where this woman li- was literally just shitting in her own living room for years, like years. So it was just like caked shit everywhere, and I was like, how does that not just make you sick to your stomach? Like the smell alone mm-hmm. like there's some serious nose blindness going oh, on here yeah yeah 100%. plus like fumes oh yeah wasn't okay Ugh. tell me if you remember this I, there was a thing a few years back maybe more than a few years back where like diesel truck drivers were saving their shit in jars and then getting high off the fumes what? Did you know about that? No. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> they were getting high off their own shit fumes. <laughs> Isn't that fucking That sounds like nasty? the worst time. It really does. Just buy some weed. Explain. <laughs> You're a truck driver. I it's beg. probably the easiest thing in the world to do. <laughs> For real. <laughs> like, just squirt through Colorado and you're yeah, fine. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. That's horrible. Yeah. That is horrible. Yeah, it's really gross. I'm sorry, everybody. This episode is gross. <laughs> it's so... I told you. I said Educate super, yourself. I said super gross, and I meant it. You did. You did. Ugh. Okay. So, carry on. He it's doesn't, fine. He doesn't vape. He doesn't believe in hygiene. Mm-hmm. He's a mess. Mm-hmm. He sharpened mm-hmm. his teeth. Yes. Yes. Oh, it says right here. He pleads guilty to accessory after the fact. Okay. For the thing. For oh. this murder. For the accidental Yes. Yep. Yep. Excuse me. Oh. And then, again, they, he just gets probation and is like, go back out into the world, man. Cool. Uh-huh. I, I, don't, I don't like it, but cool. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of, in the documentary I was watching, is, um, uh, uh, how do I describe? The people that were closest to Pazuzu, aside his- His you know, posse? Aside his fiancés, Yeah. They it it's following them and the ramifications of oh. after all of this has happened. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them are super fucked up. Yeah, and like, <laughs> do you think they were fucked up prior to meeting him, or well, because of? I think they were all just like misfit kids that yeah. that were bullied and hated life and wanted an escape and did drugs and mm-hmm. it just and he spiraled. like you said had that personality, that personality. type that people were drawn to mm-hmm. so. Exactly. And, like, a small town, there's nothing to do, there's nowhere to go. Mm -hmm. So I think it was, like, were they, like, a little fucked up? Sure. Mm -hmm. But not like this. Yeah. (laughs) It gets worse. I got so stressed. I don't know. You know, there's... You almost took up drinking? (sighs) (laughs) Thought about it. (laughs) (laughs) I, because, do you, I don't know, do you have those certain things that just, like, kind of skeeve you out? Oh, yeah. I don't enjoy watching people uh, have needles in their arms. Oof. No, 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 no. Are getting shots. Like When I, I watch, like, any horror movies, mm-hmm. I look away during, mm-hmm. like, injections. I Yeah, I can't, I can't do it. it. I was like, I can watch a tattoo, like, needle poke into me for hours, but I can't watch. Exactly. Like, yep. I can't. It's like the single needle just like going in. It's yeah. too fucking much. Right. Well, <laughs> I can't do it. Same. Well, they're a pair of Pazuzu's friends are way fucked up and they're addicted to heroin. Oof. And the documentary does not shy away from showing them <sighs> like doing a lot of heroin. Train spotting is pretty bad with it too. 
Did you ever see that? I haven't, but I wanted because I love Ewan it McGregor. It is really good, and Ewan McGregor is amazing in it. But well, yeah, it is about heroin addiction. Right. So I mean, it's rough. There's some rough scenes, Ooh. some real rough scenes. I believe but it. It's pretty good. You impressed? I am impressed. <laughs> it's almost a perfect pour. All right? <laughs> yeah, so if you ever, the documentary is called The Devil You Know, mm-hmm. by the way. So okay. if you want to watch it, go for it. Okay. I'm basically recapping all of it, but, but <laughs> nothing wrong with feel that. free to, to watch it. You can watch more about, like, the friends and stuff. Okay. There's one friend that um, they interview a lot. His name is Matt. <sighs> Triggered. <He has> puppers. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, and he is pretty, like, I don't know. I think he's pretty stable for everything that happened, but mm-hmm. he's not great. Yeah. We'll get to that. Maybe he's, like, the best off out of everybody. Well, because he, like, after this kind of stuff, he, like, dipped out and he went uh, into the military and then came back mm-hmm. from Iraq and stuff. And okay. So he's got some work ethic and yeah. stuff. And yeah. I don't... He applied himself somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um... So a lot of his interviews are, you know, he recaps stories about what living in that house was like or being in the house was mm-hmm, like. Mm-hmm. And um, he recounted a story that one time there was um, this newer friend that they had brought around who was this dude that was, like, fucking massive and ripped. Oh, boy. Yeah. He got gains, bro. Yeah. Sparta, boys. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and Pazuzu was, like, talking shit to his mom and, mm-hmm. like, yelling at his mom and stuff. Okay. And this new friend was, like... You cannot talk to your mom that way. <laughs> and like, don't talk to your mama that yeah, way. Got fucking pissed. You fool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Pazuzu took his friend Matt into another room and was like, "Let's fucking kill this guy." Jesus. Like, let's just do it right now. Because he fucking badmouthed you. Yeah. Because he, he told, told you to respect your, your mom. mom? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Right. Okay, and, Pazuzu. Okay. 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 Okay, Pazuzu. And, and a lot of his personality, from what it seems, is that he was very good at making other people do what he wanted. Right? So a lot of the crimes he committed or... D- Some manipulation is, there. Yeah, is he involved <clears throat> other people in it. He just yeah. didn't go do stuff himself. He wanted to make other people do it. So Some Charles Manson shit right there. Oh, yeah. Yep. And so Matt is like, no, we're not going to kill this dude. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> Yeah. Because Matt's a smart man. Be like Matt. Be like Matt. (laughs) And Matt goes to this new friend who's ripped and is like, hey, let's go. Like, we're out of drinks. Let's fucking go get drinks. Smart man. So they leave and Matt's like, bro, you gotta go. Yeah. He wants me to kill you. I'm not joking. Fucking get out of here. Get out of here. And in the documentary, he was like, I've never seen him again. Damn. So like... (laughs) The, the ripped head. dude or the ripped dude. dude the ripped dude left oh, he like he got the hell out of he dodge got the hell out <laughs> so he's like i'm gonna go to the other carolina <laughs> <laughs> right still be in carolina but not this one <laughs> yeah yeah meanwhile this friend matt he has gone to police a couple of times to try and be like pazuzu's not a pazuzu's good guy. not good shit it's <laughs> yeah, not good and let me guess they didn't listen to him not for a bit October 2014. Oh. So that's... Oh, boy. Like... <laughs> Not that long five, ago. Right? But it's Ooh. five years since Josh has been missing. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And multiple people have gone to them and been like, hey, something is going on at this house. Go look at this house. Do you think maybe there's a possibility that the cops were scared of Pazuzu? Maybe. Well, and, like and if people continue to report him and his yeah. house and what's going on yeah. and they continuously ignore it mm-hmm. 
maybe there's something else at play. Right. (laughs) I could be wrong. Right. I could be wrong. I don't know. Pure speculation, but yeah, I have no idea. (laughs) And and maybe they were trying to get evidence. I don't know. I just feel like multiple witnesses coming forward, like his mom, the neighbors. That's Mm. probable cause. Is that not probable cause? It seems like probable cause to me. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So maybe they were trying to get enough probable cause to get a better search warrant yeah i don't know but like but even without a search warrant they should still be checking out reports and stuff we will fucking get to that (laughs) okay 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 um right october 2014 yeah super fucking recent yeah that is not that long ago (sighs) i got so skeeved because i was like that was like I remember that year. Yeah. <laughs> I remember things that happened in that Jesus year. Jesus Christ. It's like sometimes when we talk about these stories and it's like in the 90s, mm-hmm. I'm like, I was a little kid, so like so I don't remember is, the 90s, you know? Right. I think maybe that's what it is. Probably. Maybe, maybe the whole like thing with the disconnect is that mm. the older years, you have no relation to them. Right. That but, year. But you were when, like, I wasn't alive. Yeah, I know nothing but, about the year. But if year. something happens and it's it's in 2016, you're like, I know what I was doing in right. 2016. Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah. you relate. Mm-hmm. Not relate, but it's too close to right. your you own have existence. A, you have, a, yeah, a life relation to that yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what it Maybe is. Maybe it is, but yeah. That's I was, wild. I was, yeah, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Um, no Pazuzu. No Pazuzu, no. <clears throat> and this is the clip that I saw. There, oh, okay. You can, you can watch it. There is a police video of them going into Pazuzu's house, and it is fucking disgusting. So the videos of the inside of the house. Inside of the house. And you can see, it's like the walls are covered with stuff. Uh-huh. It's like spray paint. It looks like there's char marks on the ceilings. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. There's um, one room they the police call the altar room, and okay. it's like knee deep, weird like altar like things in See? there. See, occult, 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 occult. That's why I was like a little bit of Satanism, <laughs> some weird shit some for weird sure. Shit. Some weird shit, weird shit to be sure. Yeah, and there's it's garbage everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like you can't see the floor. It's all trash. It's all gross stuff like i said there's feces and it smells like ammonia and you use needles and food and decaying things and ugh. i get stressed out if there's clutter on the floor in my house like, yeah oh yeah i'm just like no <laughs> i cannot even imagine what it's like to live in a place where you can't even see the floor same i would lose my fucking mind fucking same when there's too many laundry clothes on the floor i'm like Clean this it up. This needs to not happen. Fucking <laughs> clean it up. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. That so you can awful. watch the clip of that. That's that's what I saw, and I was mm-hmm. like, I am super curious why this exists. Yeah. Oh, I regret it. It's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> also. Well, that's how we got here. <laughs> right. So because of where they live, they are considered, right, like, a part of the South. Mm-hmm. And it's a very religious community. So are they in South Carolina? Probably. <laughs> that makes sense. I bet it's South Carolina. Yeah. Uh, very religious community, which I think just fuels the mythos of Pazuzu oh, yeah, to absolutely. the community, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of them are, like, he has a split tongue and it moves in different directions. And, like, he does all of this A, B, and C stuff. Yeah. He, um... They said that he, it's like... It's a lot of hearsay. Yeah, he ate the beating hearts of animals, like... 
cool. Oh, and there was another rumor that he picked up two prostitutes and ate them. What? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so I'm not saying okay. he's not disgusting and gross and a bad human. Oh, yeah. But then the rumor mill was like going buck wild yeah, yeah. with things. <laughs> Are you doing okay? <laughs> Literally. Do I need to do a mental health check-in? <laughs> this is where in my notes I was like, I don't know why I'm here. I've been here too long. <laughs> it's a real mood. It's a real mood. Me every time I take notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who hurt me? <laughs> um, They interviewed a woman who was like a babysitter nanny for mm-hmm. him when he was younger. Okay. Like babysat him. Babysat him. Yeah. Okay. So little baby... John. <laughs> she called him Johnny. Yeah, because like, his name was John. His name was John. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. And then she, she said that as a kid, he really wanted to be a vampire <laughs> and would like wear this cape around when he was like eight years old. Okay, but same, but I, I didn't uh, even kill anybody. I, said, yeah, I was like, <laughs> what kid did not want to be a vampire? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we all watched Interview with a Vampire and we're like, Lestat, take me I now. I was just going to say, Interview with the Vampire was the one that did it for right? me. I was like, yes, yes, yes. yes. Right. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so this babysitter, she feels that a lot of Pazuzu's mental health issues are because of his mom. Okay. See, I, I was wondering mm-hmm. when childhood trauma was uh-huh. going to come into all this. Yeah. Because it typically does. It tep- yeah. I mean, it's just a matter of time. It's true. Um, Nature versus nurture. Right. And and I'm not saying that he didn't have issues as a kid. Yeah. But I feel like maybe the way that she handled it just exacerbated mm-hmm. the problem, maybe? Possibly. When he was younger, like, I think, like, eight or nine or something like that, his mom put him into a mental health hospital mm-hmm. um, because he wouldn't obey her and he was kind of violent and would, like, hit her. Okay. Which, I get that behavior is bad. But you just but you need teach. Te- yeah, I was like, and, and I don't, don't know. Don't be like, I can't handle you. Go to these other people. Right. Instead, you teach your yeah. kid why, like, that mm-hmm. behavior is not is good. bad. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sorry you can't be bothered to teach your yeah. fucking child yeah. to treat you with respect. Right. Well, and then this baby not said. that I'm victim shaming. Oh. Just saying. No, no, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, as a parent, yeah. that's not how you should handle that right. behavior. Right. Well, and I'm sure it's scary as a parent dealing with a child like that. Yeah. But still. Yeah, that's true. That's not. I don't know. Yeah. And it, it, if anything, oh. if you can afford. Because wouldn't you have to pay to put your child in a mental hospital? I don't maybe? know. I don't know how that works, to be honest. Okay. I don't either, actually. I would assume, though. I would assume as well, because you'd have to pay for, like, their meals and yeah, their boarding. Yeah, for them to, yeah, be boarded there. I don't know. I could be wrong. But, yeah, in my mind, if you do have to pay to put your child in a place like that, why wouldn't you just pay to get your, your child, child therapy? Help. Well, and I don't know. I feel like they're, mm, I could be way wrong. But <laughs> we're never wrong. <laughs> never. <laughs> Part of what I feel it is, is that. Back then, because this is what in the nineties, mm-hmm. probably yeah. or or no stigma. wait, this is going to be the eighties because he was born in seventy eight. Yeah. He was like eight yeah, years yeah. old. This would be the eighties. Yeah, eighties. Like therapy and stuff like that was so hush hush. Yeah, and that's looked true. down upon. 
It's not like yeah. it is now. The whole stigma around mm-hmm. therapy and stuff. And mental health was so different then. Mm-hmm. So. It's still not even like 100% right. accepted these days. Oh, yeah. It's like our generation and younger that's like. Yeah. My therapist. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> if I could have a therapist, I totally would. <laughs> I'd go to one of those ones that has a dog. Oh, right. I love that. Me too. Just like pet a pooch. Pet pooch. While I talk about my feelings. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> anyway, he yeah. went to a mental health facility. <laughs> yeah. She sent him away. Yeah. And then it, the babysitter also said that his mom was like a habitual dater and would just date a lot of men and wasn't around that much and drank a lot. And I, again, I don't know. Can if, relate. <laughs> can definitely can relate. Definitely relate. <laughs> and I, I don't know if that's heresy because yeah. it was just the babysitter that said it. Nobody else really mentioned that. Yeah. Well, and but I guess it, she might have a better understanding of that since she was the babysitter. That's true. Like if she's the one that's always being called to babysit, mm-hmm. she would know that's that his true. mom was, was always gone. on dates. Yeah. And yeah. Whatnot. Um, what mm-hmm. have you? Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, eventually, he drops out of school. I don't think he finished high school. I think it's around then is when he dropped out. Because he was, like, heavily bullied, you know, called names and things like that. Mm. Um, and then he fights with his stepfather all the time. You know. It's not good. Not great. Not a good childhood. Yeah, yeah. And so I think after he dropped out, that's when he started pazuzuing. <laughs> Pazuzuing. <laughs> when he like changed his name, changed his appearance, yeah. wanted to be scary. Like after... when he moved out of his mom's? Well, I don't even know if he moved out of his mom's. Oh, okay. I think they still live together. Oh, dropped out, dropped out. Dropped sorry. out of school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry, I sorry. didn't mean moved out. Yeah. I got confused. No, fine. you're fine, you're fine. So I think that's when that all started to happen is mm-hmm. when he was sick of people and like wanted to be the sick big. Sick of people's shit. Yeah, he wanted to be the big bad. You didn't have to go that hard, bro. No. <laughs> you could have just gotten the tattoos and the body mods and let people say what they want to say. Called it good. Yeah. Well, and then... Not shit all over your fucking floor. Dude. For real. And I don't know where this, like, weird shift happened. Because if you ask the neighbors about Pazuzu and his mom and, like, that house, mm-hmm. she used to keep it immaculate, the mom. Mm-hmm. Like, it was very clean, spotless house you could see the carpet you know like yeah. you know like normal stuff stuff like that and then all of a sudden there was some switch something happened and he took over i don't know how or where or why maybe it was when he started being pazuzu or being mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah and it maybe does. his mom didn't know how to deal with it or she was afraid or she was in yeah. denial or whatever but he just it like, happened yeah do you think maybe like Obviously, this is more speculation, but Mm -hmm. maybe if the house was always immaculate, maybe there was some, I don't want to say abuse, but, like, Mm. if she was, like, obsessive about her place. Totalitarian kind of. Yeah, obsessive about her house being clean, maybe he, like, retaliated. Maybe. By being like, look, I'm making a fucking mess. Mm -hmm. Maybe so. I don't know. That's possible. Just just throwing it out there. (sighs) Azuzu, uh... Email us at uh, deathbecomesusatgmail.com. <laughs> it's not at Gmail. Just kidding. <laughs> it's not even the right fucking email. It's at mail.com. At mail.com. Deathbecomesusatmail.com. Keep your hate mail to yourself. <laughs> we don't want it. <laughs> For real. Oh. Uh, 
my god. <laughs> All right. Right. So they do that search of the house. Mm-hmm. 2014. It's super it's gross. It's not good. Yeah. They find a fire pit in the backyard and some disturbed earth. Ooh. <laughs> Spoopy. Oh, we hate it. They find two fucking bodies in the backyard. I don't like it. Fresh bodies or old ones? Old bodies. Decomposed okay. skeletons. And is one of them John? One of them is John. Or Josh. Oh yeah, Josh, sorry. Joshua Welzer is one of the bodies. Yeah. I don't like it. The, the other body is a man named Tommy Welch who has also been missing for like five years. Yeah. And they never listened. Nope. <laughs> uh, so obviously since they found bodies... At the residence. Yeah. He is arrested. Good. Mm-hmm. And in 2015, he is transferred on a safekeeping order from one prison to another prison. Mm-hmm. Because with his fucking shark teeth, he tried to bite his own arm and kill himself in prison. Cool. Mm-hmm. You don't get out that easy, bud. Yep. So, safekeeping order... They transfer him, but the safekeeping order itself is sealed, so nobody really knows what it says or why. Yeah. So, it's just a rumor that he was trying to bite his arm. Yeah, okay. It's not really confirmed. Oh, okay. Rumors and speculation. (sighs) Probable (laughs) speculation. (laughs) While he is in prison, so within a matter of months, the house is condemned and then demolished, Mm -hmm. which is fine, whatever, I guess. I mean... What else would they do? Right, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, well, it's, I, I think at this point, if it, you can't even see the carpet because of feces disgusting. and stuff, you may as well just demolish it. Oh, yeah. There's no, like, re- mm-hmm. I just, remodeling. There oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I was just stressed that it happened so fast, I guess, because... Yeah. Evidence? Evidence, yeah. yeah. I was like, what else happened in the house, though? Mm-hmm. Like, there could d- be more evidence there, for other crimes. Other crimes, yeah. yeah. That's true. So that was my, like, that was really fast. <laughs> But whatever, the house is condemned, it's it's crushed. Yeah. The neighborhood holds a party. <laughs> They're like, fucking bless. You yeah. think they could smell that house on the street? I don't know. Or from know. their houses? I would imagine at least the next door neighbors would be like... Right? Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Me too. October 28th, 2015. Okay. He is found dead in his cell. Oh, darn. Oh. Yeah. I'm not that disappointed. No, same. <laughs> he I, can go. He can fucking go. Yeah. Like, I don't... I'm still upset, though, because he never... From what I understood, he never really confessed to the crimes. He never said why. He never yeah. explained anything. So families so didn't really get families, closure. Yeah, don't get closure. Yeah. For pretty senseless crimes. Yeah. <laughs> and pretty random crimes as well. Yeah. They don't seem... Mm-hmm. Like, there's any rhyme or reason for that. Right, them. right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so he's found dead. Um, and they hold a press conference to just, like, notify the media that he is dead. Yeah. And at the press conference, people are, like, asking all these questions. And the detective is like, well, I don't have an answer to that mm-hmm. right now. You know, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. So there's really no answer for any of it. Because they're like... How did it happen? Whatever, you know, and they don't really answer it. Like he said, he they had a, he had a wound on his arm, 
So they don't know if it's self-inflicted or somebody else. Right. So that was the speculation is that somebody else took him out. Mm -hmm. But there's no, I don't know. Yeah. Evidence (laughs) to any of it. No one can prove it. (laughs) Yeah. There was no weapon found in the cell with him. Okay. So I think he bit his arm and committed suicide. Okay. That's what I think. Yeah. I think he's kind of batshit enough that he would. Yeah. Because early in, in the psyche Val that got released back in whatever year, mm-hmm. um, 2011, uh, part of it was that he felt he had to do rituals of, like, killing animals and eating them and stuff or else he would die. Okay. And so I feel like that's just his psychosis yeah. manifesting it, that he felt he had to. And, like, it was a full moon when he died. Mm. So it's like a full moon. Interesting. He's, he's like, I'm taking myself out. Yeah. I don't know, though. I could be yeah. way wrong. Yeah. And I think he used his teeth. Do you think they forced him to shower in prison? <laughs> I do. I do, I do. <laughs> they just hosed him down. Yep. They're like, buddy. <clears throat> buddy, it's been years. And he was like, my satanic aura is gone. I'm just going to take I'm myself just gonna take out. just going to take myself out. <laughs> <laughs> so he dies. And then his two fiancés that are like, that were involved in the crimes, because of course he never did anything by himself. Of course not. Uh, Amber Birch and Crystal Matlock, they kind of await their trials at the time. And March 2017. Mm. So recent. God damn. Yes. Amber agrees to a plea deal for her part in the murders. Um, she, from what I understand about this, all this fucking mess, she helped Pazuzu bury Josh. Okay. She did not kill him, but she helped bury him and conceal the body. Which makes her an accomplice. 100%. But, however, she's the one that murdered Tommy Welch. <sighs> so she murdered him, and then they, and then Pazuzu and her, and and Crystal buried Tommy's body in the backyard. Don't like it. Same. Fucking same. I have dated some shitty guys, but, like... If they ask you to murder or help <laughs> cover up a murder, they're probably not the one. Probably not. <laughs> you can pass. Yeah. You know, like, it's okay to say no. Swipe left. It's okay to swipe left. <laughs> it's fine. There will be other oh. right swipers. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and then this kind of comes out at her plea deal, and it's problematic. It's fine. Um, so, 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 so. All these other details start coming out. During her plea, mm-hmm. plea deal trial, her plea, her sentencing, her her thing, her her yeah, yep, <laughs> yep. So it comes out that Pazuzu's mom was present at the time of Josh's murder. Okay, and like she like heard a scuffle and some what she thought were firecrackers, oh. and then like came out and was like, "What's going on?" And Pazuzu was like, "Not much, mom." Go and, back to bed. And then she was like, "I gotta go to work," and then went back to get ready for work and then she left for work and Pazuzu was like I'm just gonna finish him off don't worry like I don't know I don't know she but she was there she was fucking there when he died and didn't seem to care cool yep and then they kept his body in the basement for a few days decomposition (sighs) so gross yeah also it came out at this plea sentencing (laughs) um back in 2014 um, when they did the search of the property, of the property, mm-hmm. Amber fucking rolled over on Pazuzu and said everything and confessed to everything. What? So like, 
I don't know. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. <laughs> Here we are. This is a mess. Yeah. She is sentenced to 39 years max with credit for time served because I think she's been in prison since, so for like a so year So they've or been something. keeping her in prison yeah. during the yeah. sentencing yeah. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so like a year. So 38 <laughs> years instead of 39? Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Yep. <laughs> the eternal oh. struggle. Well, it's fine. I I just got fucking called out watching the documentary. It's fine. <laughs> I appreciate it. They so because of his name and what he did and like it was kind of a sensation. There was a lot of sensationalism about Pazuzu yeah. and nobody mentioned the victims at all. Of course. In all of this. What's new? Right? And the documentary was like uh, and it was like, because we as people are pretty drawn to dark things. Like, mm-hmm. we're curious. We want to know about that stuff. We want to, you know, like... It fascinates us. Absolutely. For me, that's that's absolutely what it is. Oh, yeah. It's just like the whole psyche of mm-hmm. these people. Ab- oh, for sure. I feel what? the same. I feel the same. Mystery. And then I was like, uh, I'm pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm part of the problem. <laughs> So, I don't want to, like, I don't know. I just feel awful. Yeah. For the victim's family. Yeah. And it hurts me. Yeah, it's understandable. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It's fine. Uh, June 2017, Crystal Matlock pleads guilty to conspiracy uh, and to accessory after the fact in the murder of Josh. And then she is sentenced to a max of four years. So... She, I think, just helped bury the body. I don't even know if she did. I just think she was there. Yeah. I don't think she was present. She was present when they buried the body. But she didn't come forward, so that makes her an accomplice. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so since Crystal is, like, the final tile in this whole Pazuzu case, Mm -hmm. there is a woman named Amanda Martin, and she's a First Amendment attorney, and she's like, hey, that search warrant shit... That's all been sealed for all these years. Nobody's been able to look at what was on the search warrant or how it was executed. Has been it's, sealed. Uh-huh. She's like, now that this case is wrapped up, can we unseal that, please? Yeah. And the judge is like, makes sense. Yeah. So it's it, closed. Yeah. So. so it gets unsealed. Okay. And this is where everything goes awry. I oh no. Yes, it's fine. It's fine. But this is where the repercussions come in. Okay. Okay. Where it all comes out. How many people went to the cops about Pazuzu and that house? And nobody listened. And nobody listened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, um, this case basically could have been solved, like, right. when Josh was reported missing. And then other people wouldn't have been murdered. Right. Joseph wouldn't have been murdered. Yeah. If they had caught this mm-hmm. right when Josh went missing. That's the hardest thing about cops ignoring... Mm-hmm potential like leads, leads on oh, stuff yeah. yeah is when more people die mm-hmm. that could have been prevented if they just done their uh-huh. fucking jobs well and i don't oh. know if, i don't know if the cops thought it was just like neighbors being bitchy about their neighbor Does that yeah. mean if they thought it was just like a thing where it wasn't real i don't know but it uh, <laughs> either way i don't like it same i don't and like it or the cut of its jib <laughs> Preach. <laughs> and th- after these the these um the search warrant records that get unsealed, this is when it comes out that that neighbor girl 
went to the cops when her dad fucking buried the body mm-hmm. and they didn't do anything about it. Did anything ever happen to yeah. the, the dad? That he no, he passed away before all oh, of this came to light. Okay. So nothing happened. Yeah. And the, the daughter was kind of grateful about all that. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> she doesn't want to see her dad go to prison. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. And side. So on the exact same fucking day that Stacy went to the cops to report Josh missing, the police are also notified that Tommy Welch has disappeared. The other body they found. Oh no. So it was like multiple things on the same fucking day about this house. And they didn't and they take didn't, it serious. They didn't do anything about it. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then, and then in November of 2011, mm-hmm. um, Pazuzu's mom went to the police and was like, hey, shitty things are happening here. Investigate. Yeah. But then they were like, well, can we search your property? And she was like, nope. <laughs> so Ma. I don't I don't know why. I don't know why. What did she expect? Like, you have to... Mm-hmm. If you don't give them permission to search the yeah, property, they can't, they can't help you. Yeah, so I don't know what they she... They can't do anything. Right, I don't know what she was expecting, but... I don't either, but I don't like it. Same. <laughs> um... I don't know. That's pretty much it. There's nothing. There's nothing else. It's a mess. It's a goddamn mess, and you just. I just feel bad for everybody. Oh yeah. Like the, the victims' families, and then mm-hmm. even his friends that are like trying to survive. Oh yeah. Because those two, the two were like super fucked up and addicted to heroin. Matt, the one that was semi-stable, there's he's like in the video or in the documentary. They they just kind of like follow him around sometimes mm-hmm. and let him do their thing. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> There's video of one of the... So there was a couple, Nate and Jenna, mm-hmm. and they were the ones addicted to heroin. Mm-hmm. There's a video of her shooting up in a car and just like, whoop. Like, like they're just recording these people oh, doing Oh, yeah, just like heroin. doing heroin. Jesus. And, yeah, they're like sitting in a parking lot. The cameraman is in the passenger seat. They're just sitting in a parking lot, and she is shooting up heroin into, like, her collarbone. Ooh. <laughs> Oh my god! And she no. just like you can just see her just like whoop, take off. Does I don't that make like sense? It. Yeah, I don't like it at it's, all. It's fucking wild. It's horrible. And then there's video. Uh, Matt's like out at a bar with a bunch of friends, and he's just putting a cigarette out on his arm, and he's got like all these cigarette burns down his arm. And you're just like, bro, bro. <laughs> he's the semi-stable one too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. That's the sad thing. <laughs> Shit. Well, and, and he's he has this weird, not weird. It makes sense. He's extremely guilty mm-hmm. because he kept trying to go to the cops to tell them about Pazuzu, and they didn't listen. Yep. And he still feels sad because Pazuzu was like his closest friend. Yeah. You know, it was, they were brothers for you know lack of a better term. Ugh. And so he was like he, he had to turn in his own brother. Yeah. And have all these all this bad stuff happen. Anyway. Damn. So. <laughs> that's Pazuzu. Yeah. Algarad. I, I didn't know anything about that one. It's rough. It's fucking rough. It's very rough. <laughs> also, guys, listen. Hey, intermission right here if you want to go grab a snack or take a break. <laughs> yes. I actually did, like, we're at an hour already. Oh. So it's gonna be a long episode. So it's gonna be a long episode. Sorry, that's all I'm saying. If yes. you want to pause, grab a snack, or part two this tomorrow. 
Yes. Whatever. Because mine's probably going to be long, too. I was going to assume. Since I had to cut it short. Yeah. That's fine. You, know. <laughs> you are fine. Perfect. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, All right. <clears throat> I'm so tired now. <laughs> You're just emotionally exhausted. Yes. Because, like I said, I watched a couple of episodes of the documentary okay. yesterday. Hello. Hello. And then finished today. Oh. So I'm just like, I'm sleepy. I just want to <laughs> die. Yes. Oh. All right. Are you, I'm ready. I'm so scared I'm ready. <laughs> I'm so scared I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Well, throw it at me, baby. I don't know if you know this one. <gasps> when I dove into it. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> and then by the end, I was like, that's hell enough. Nah. <laughs> well, it's just, I'll explain it. Okay. Okay, so the Texarkana Moonlight Murders, a.k.a. the Phantom Killer or Phantom Slayer. Is this, uh, yes, because this is, is the, mm-hmm. okay, 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 because this is the town that dreaded sundown, right? That what? The Texarkana. It's the town that dreaded sundown. It's a movie based on a real event that's based off a movie. Yes. It's that whole, like, twisty, twisty, twisty. I believe so, yes. yes. it is. Honestly, there, there was a bunch of stuff about, like, media and whatever, and I was, like, not not going there. Mm-hmm. I, I just focused on the crimes yeah. and a few of the suspects yes. and yes. kind of the, like, hysteria in the town. Mm-hmm. I don't... I and don't. it was so much. It's fair. <laughs> I don't know it, like, <clears throat> verbatim, but I okay. recall... Um, Some aspects about it? Well, yeah, sort of. It's because... Um, oh, fuck. Okay, so The Town That Dreaded Sundown is a movie. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I don't think I have. Okay. It, it came out, like, a year before... Um, uh, fuck. Halloween. Oh. Mm. Okay. And a lot of people say Halloween is the first slasher film. Oh. But The Town That Dreaded Sundown came out before. And it's slashery, mm. and so yeah. and then and then it's like um, boys. A lot of people like didn't know that the town that dreaded sundown was based off of the case, mm-hmm. and so then <clears> it <throat> just like yes, it just people messed up. Anyway, <laughs> yes, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, my hands were doing all the work there. Yes, they were. <laughs> I could see them. Sorry. The listeners cannot. It's fine. (laughs) I'm so ready. Yes. All right. So, the Texarkana Moonlight Murders are a series of unsolved murders and violent crimes in and around the Texarkana area, obviously. In the spring of 1946, by an unknown serial killer dubbed the Phantom Killer or the Phantom Slayer. Mm -hmm. Take your pick. (laughs) Whichever you like more. Um, whichever you like the best. <laughs> so the attacks happened on weekends between February 22nd and May 3rd in 1946. Okay. So I'm just going to jump right in. Let's fucking do it. So the first attack takes place on February 22nd. Okay. Um, it's 11.45 p.m. and Jimmy Hollis, who's 25 years old, and his girlfriend Mary Jean Larry, who are 19... Mm-hmm. Are parked on Lover's Lane. Mm-hmm. Yep, which mm-hmm. is a, a secluded road that's about fifty feet off Richmond Road, and it's an unpaved street. Okay, yeah. Um, it's also about a hundred yards from 
uh, the last row of city homes. Okay. So it's like secluded. Yeah. But not... In the middle of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. It's not in the middle of nowhere. There's homes. Yeah. But it's secluded mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. For so, lovers. Exactly. Which is why it's <laughs> called Lover's Lane. Perfect. <laughs> so about 10 minutes after they arrive at Lover's Lane, around 11, 11.55 p.m., a man wearing a cloth white mask resembling a pillowcase with mm-hmm. eye, eye holes mm-hmm. cut out, cut out. Um, appears at the driver's side door window and shines in a flashlight. Ugh. Which is already creepy. I hate it. Yeah. Hollis, Mm -hmm. thinking that it's like a prank or a joke, he's like, hey, buddy, you've got the wrong car. I'm not who you're looking for. Step off, sir. These are not the droids you're looking for. (laughs) I'm busy, you see? I'm busy, see? (laughs) Uh, So the man responds with, I don't want to kill you, fellow, so just do what I say. The escalation is real. Oh, real fast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So Hollis and, and Larry are ordered out of the car. They get out through the driver's side door, and Hollis is told to take off his goddamn britches. <laughs> take them off! I don't like it! I don't either. I feel like I wouldn't need to be coaxed, because I like not wearing pants, but... <laughs> not by a stranger in a pillowcase. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, so after he takes off his pants, he's struck in the back of the head with uh, the... Butt of the gun? The butt of the pistol. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Um, Larry... Uh, Larry the female, yeah. she tells investigators later that the strikes were so loud she thought he had been shot. Oh. But it was actually just his skull fracturing. Oh. Ooh. Ugh. I don't like it. Same. Thinking that they're being lo- lobbed. <laughs> robbed. Thinking they're being robbed, uh, Larry shows the assailant Hollis's wallet. And he's mm. like, we don't have any money. Yeah. Whatever you want, we don't have it. Right. And then she is struck with a blunt object as well. Um, and then after she's struck, she's ordered to stand up, and the assailant tells her to run. He's like, start running. Oh, <laughs> bitch. Yep. So sh- she tries to flee towards a ditch, but he gets upset and tells her to run up the road. Oh. Don't run that way. Bitch. Run that way. Run the other way. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So she takes off. She spots a parked car on the side of the road uh-huh. goes up to it there's nobody inside Ugh. it was probably such a horrible feeling yep <laughs> to be like salvation just nope. kidding so the assailant catches up to her oh. confronts her again oh. asks her why she is running <laughs> yep bitch pick a lane to which she responds that she was told to run she's basically like you told me you told me to run yeah so i ran so the master assailant calls her a liar, knocks her down, and sexually assaults her with the barrel of his gun. Ah! Which is almost worse. I don't know. They're both horrible. Well, and the fear of the gun going off. Yes! That's all I can think about. When uh-huh. I was reading this whole thing, that was all I could think like, about. Is the safety on? Is the safety on? Where is his finger? Is it on the trigger? <laughs> oh, that would be horrible. I hate it. Uh, so Larry flees after yeah. she's assaulted. Yeah. She runs nearly half a mile to a nearby house, and she attempts to flag down a car that's passing by, but they ignore her. Cool. They don't stop. Wow. Mm-hmm. She's finally able to wake uh, residents in a home, yeah. and she phones the police. Yeah. She's panicked. She yeah. phones the police. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Hollis, who's still back yeah. by the car, regains consciousness 
flags down a passerby on Richmond uh-huh. Richmond Road. Uh-huh. And then <clears throat> the motorist leaves Hollis and goes to get help. Oh, okay. I don't know why they wouldn't take him. Okay. <laughs> like, you stay here, sir. <laughs> stay, sir. <laughs> uh, so they go to a nearby funeral home. They call the police. I don't know. I don't know if they, like, work at the funeral home oh, or it's just the closest. Yeah. But that's where they go. That's where they went. Yep. Uh, So within 30 minutes, Bowie County Sheriff W.H. Bill Presley and three officers arrive at the scene. But at this point, obviously, the masked assailant is no longer there. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that parked car that was empty was the assailant's car? I've wondered. Hmm. It's possible. I mean... That she came across him was empty. If it's that close to Lover's Lane and there's nobody in it... yeah. It seems kind of likely. That, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh. But I mean, obviously, I, I don't know yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Hollis's pants are found 100 yeah. uh, yards away from the car. Larry is hospitalized overnight for a minor head wound. And Hollis is hospitalized for several days to recover from multiple skull fractures. Yeah, yeah. Um, both of them survive. Luckily. Woo! Both of them do survive. Way to go. I know. Sweet Sweet babies. babies. (laughs) For real. The two give their reports of what happened that night, and their stories are kind of conflicting in regards Mm. to what the attacker looks like. Mm -hmm. So, Larry says that the man was wearing a white bag with cutouts for eyes and a mouth, and he, uh, she could see underneath the mask that he was an African-American male, Mm -hmm. but Hollis believed that the assailant was white, white 30 years old but he couldn't distinguish any of his features because he was shining the flashlight in yeah. his face yeah which would make sense yeah it would um but both agreed that he was around six feet tall so that's like the one uh, uh, the one consistency tall human yeah he was a tall boy mm. all right yeah uh law enforcement repeatedly challenged these two's accounts of the night's events yeah. and believed that they both actually knew the identity of the masked assailant but were oh. covering for him. <laughs> Which okay. I think is ridiculous. It sounds dumb. <laughs> yeah, because if you're one, sexually assaulted with a gun. Yeah, I'm sorry. And two, but you no have take skull fractures. Like, like yeah. I would be like, it was this motherfucker. Motherfucker, yeah. I wouldn't be covering for no, anybody. absolutely not. There's no way in hell. Mm-mm. Okay, so now we skip to March 24th. Okay. The first double murder. Murder. Okay. Okay. Yes. So Richard L. Griffin, who is 29, and his girlfriend of six weeks, freshly dating, who was, oh, Polly Ann Moore, who is 17. Yikes. I, I, it's the 40s. <laughs> it's still not okay. Still but not it's okay. The 40s. Still not okay. But so here we are. <laughs> So yeah, Back Richard and Richard and Polly are found dead in Griffin's 1941 Oldsmobile sedan between the hours of 8:30 and 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. by a passing motorist. Mm-hmm. So the motorist is driving down the street. He sees the vehicle, and uh, so motorist saw the parked car on Lovers Lane near a railroad spur, a hundred yards south of Highway 67. Okay, and. It's close to a nightclub called Club Dallas. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. Yes. Um, at first, the motorist thought that they were both asleep because mm. the bodies were inside the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Griffin, he's between the front seats on his knees 
Oh. Um, and his hands are crossed and his head is rested on his hands. So, like, interesting. Yeah. Like, he's posed, posed. kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And his pockets are turned inside, inside out. out. Um, Moore is sprawled face down in the back seat. Oof. But it's believed that she was killed outside the car on a blanket and then and put then back in the vehicle. Oh. Uh, I don't like it. Same. So Griffin is shot twice while still inside the car. Mm-hmm. And then they're both shot once in the back of the head and both of them are still fully clothed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All um, right. Um, there's a blood-soaked patch of earth outside the vehicle that suggests that that's where the murder, murder uh, yeah. or murderers had taken place yeah. and then they were put back inside. And there was also congealed blood covering the running board and it had flowed oh, down okay. to the bottom of the door. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Blood flow. Yep. Out. Got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say this. Uh, a .32, 32 cartridge shell from a gun oh yeah Did you say yeah. .32 uh, just or 32. just 32 i think just 32 i don't know guns <laughs> yeah it's just because like a 22 caliber is point two two. okay so, so a 32 a 32 cartridge shell is found um that they believe was what was used to uh-huh. to, to kill them and yeah. it's shot from a colt a colt pistol wrapped inside a blanket oh so like interesting a homemade silencer, silencer kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. um nope no extant reports indicated that either of these two victims were examined by a pathologist. So, okay. I don't know why. It's a murder case. <laughs> Isn't that what pathologists are for? I, uh, well. I, I would assume. Assume. I mean, that's what I thought, but maybe, what do I know? Maybe back in the 40s, though. Yeah, that's true. They were just like, I don't know, draw a chalk outline. <laughs> we don't need to examine them. They were shot, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, contemporaneous local rumors suggested sexual assault occurred, mm. but modern reports refute that claim. Okay. I don't believe there was any sexual assault that happened with these two. Interesting. Uh, the murders launched a citywide investigation along the Texas and Arkansas city yeah. police. So, Texas mm-hmm. and Arkansas both yeah. launched an investigation now, and the Department of Public Safety, Miller and Case County Sheriff Departments, and the FBI all get involved at this point. Even though it's only been one double murder and uh-huh. one attack. I, yeah, yeah. But still, they're, still, they're pulling in people. That's pretty brutal, too. <clears throat> yeah, it's but. true. Well, and I think that's the biggest reason. It's because they're it's they pull, pretty brutal. Yeah, because yeah. it's not just, like, attacks. It's, like, real brutal attacks. Yeah, yeah. Boys. <laughs> Sweet angels. <laughs> so, by March 27th, local police had interviewed uh, 50 to 60 witnesses, including... Patrons and employees of Club Dallas. Mm-hmm. And by March 30th, police posted a $500 reward for any leads, tips, whatever, yeah. to uh, help them get an arrest or conviction okay. of a possible suspect for this crime. Yeah. Unfortunately, the rewards offered didn't yield any new information mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. instead produced over 100 false leads oh god yeah yikes fucking yikes so it's kind of a shit show right from the beginning yeah yeah it's safe to say we've all been there (laughs) yeah yes (laughs) so now on april 14th the second double murder takes place yay so betty joe booker one is too many one is way too many betty joe booker 
She's a 15-year-old. Oh, no. Yeah. Yep. She's playing her alto saxophone at her weekly gig with her band. I know. Doesn't it break your heart? She's got, like, a fucking jazz band? Yeah. Oh. Isn't it adorable? They even have a name. Here. It's, uh, the (laughs) Rhythmeries. It's kind of adorable. It's fucking cute. (laughs) Yep. So, she's at the VFW Club at West 4th and Oak Street. Okay. And she's performing with her band, and around 1.30 a.m., her friend Paul Martin, who is 17, okay. he picks her up from her gig to yeah. give her a ride home, and that's the last time that either of them are oh, seen alive. Oh, my heart. I know. <gasps> I know. It gets worse. <laughs> Martin's body is found around 6.30 a.m. by Mr. and Mrs. G.H. Weaver and their son. Ooh which is traumatizing. Yeah. He's lying on his left side on the northern edge of North Park Road. So he's just, like, on the street. He's on the road. Oof. Yep. His body's just on the road. Um, And there's blood that's found further down the road Uh on a fence. Oh, okay. I I assume it's his. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say, but I assume. Yeah. So he is shot four times. Once through the nose, once through the left, fourth rib from behind, (sighs) the right hand, and through the back of his neck. Very brutal. (laughs) Booker's body was not found until 11.30 a.m. Okay. on the same day, mm-hmm. almost two miles away from Martin's, and she was behind a tree. Okay, In kind yeah. of like a wood. A little more hidden. Yeah. So she's not just like on the side of the road, she's yeah. more tucked away. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's found by members of the Boyd family and their friend Ted Showippy, who had joined in the search for oh, her body. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. So since these two were last seen together, together yeah. people were out looking for her as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I think those are the worst kind of search parties. Well, yeah. Like, it's one thing if a search party is like, let's go look for people. But, like, if you know the person you're looking for is dead, uh-huh. that's so much worse. Yeah, yeah. I somehow. Don't Do you think they thought maybe she was alive, even though he was deceased? I don't know. This is the second double murder okay. now, so I Fair. think it's safe to, to assume, assume they were like one is dead. They both are. We are looking for a body, gentlemen. Unfortunately, Ugh. yeah, that's so, so sad. I know. So she's found on her back, fully clothed, with her right hand in the pocket of her buttoned overcoat. Hmm. So all right. Also, yeah. kind of, kind of posed. positioned. Mm-hmm. Um, she had been shot twice: once through the chest and once in the face. I don't like it. <sighs> don't like it at all. Yeah. Uh, the weapon was determined to be the same as the previous double murder, mm, so the 32, 32. automatic Colt pistol. Mm-hmm. And Martin's 1946 Ford Club Coupe was found three miles from Booker's body. Oh, okay. And 1.5 from his own. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. she was a little further. Further. Mm-hmm. Um, it was parked outside the Spring Lake Park with the keys still in the ignition, just doing a big chill. Yeah. And... During the investigation, the police were unsure as to which one of them died first. Oh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they both dead. Yeah, at the end of the day. I, I kind of wonder if he was first, since he was only a mile and a half, and she was further three. Well, yeah. I, I don't... Obviously, I know nothing, but I, I don't know. I just feel like there's something about the women that are a target, mm-hmm. specifically. Yeah. So, like... Right? There's because something like the, there's something about couples in the, in that's the first up, attack, yes. like the the man gets knocked out and yes. the woman is the one that's terrorized. Right. So I feel like there's something about couples that's upsetting to this mm-hmm. person and right. it's 
something about the woman that's upsetting. Oh, I don't like it. So, I don't know. Yeah, same. I'm so, sorry if you've been slighted, sir. There are other fish in the sea. We even discussed this, like, what, two weeks ago. There are other ways to get out of a bad situation than murder. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's rough. Ugh. So, Sheriff Presley, the Texas Ranger, Captain Manuel Gonzalez... Sure. Uh, he said examinations of both both of the bodies suggested that they both put up a terrific struggle, oh. which oh, just breaks your heart because they really does. These two are the youngest ones mm-hmm. in all this. Yeah, like what was it? What did I say? Fifteen and 15 seventeen. And seventeen. Yeah. yeah, they're the youngest yeah. ones. So that, that hurts. It breaks my heart. <laughs> it's fine. Booker's saxophone isn't found until six months after her body is found. Like, they kind of searched mm-hmm. for it initially. Mm-hmm. They couldn't find it. Yeah. But then in October, October 24th, the same year, still in its black imitation leather case, it's found in an underbrush around the same area as her oh, body. okay. Which, I don't know why they couldn't find it originally. But, but here we are. <laughs> but six months later, they do. They just needed a bunch of Hufflepuffs. <laughs> I guess they did. <laughs> Everyone needs a bunch of Hufflepuffs. We're good at real. finding things. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> at this point the reward for information for this yeah individual yes. has now reached seventeen hundred dollars and in my notes i put because that worked so well the first time <laughs> with a hundred false fucking leads yeah let's just like double the money double it yeah actually triple it it's like yeah. 500 it was originally 500 yeah, yeah. <sighs> so <laughs> yeah so now, of course, at this point in this community, there were just rumors circulating oh, yeah, and sure. all kinds of crazy yeah. shit is happening. One of the rumors suggests a local minister turned in his own son as a suspect. I don't know. <laughs> People lose their shit. Shit escalates. That's all I know. <laughs> I'm so sad that shit escalates can't be a title. I option. know, right? For real. It would be perfect. So, on April 18th, Captain Gonosuelos issues a statement to the public verifying that the murderer has not been caught. Mm-hmm. And then uh, rumors created among the public. Uh, he says, any rumors that the public is creating yeah. are, an, oh my goodness, are a hindrance to the investigation and harmful to innocent persons. So, he's like, right. don't spread rumors. He's not wrong. He's like, they don't help us and they don't help you. <laughs> so, stop. Please. So, please. We beg. Yes. <laughs> Don't do it. I mean, it's understandable. Like, if if people are just spreading all these oh, yeah. crazy dramatic rumors, how are the cops ever going to figure out who actually mm-hmm, did it? Mm-hmm. So now we move forward to May 3rd, which is when the final crimes take place. Okay. Yes. <sighs> this one is just a doozy. Okay. I'm already doozed. <laughs> I'm already doozed. <laughs> We were doozed the moment we got here. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> uh, sometime before 9 p.m. on Friday, May 3rd. Boys. Boys, please. <laughs> Sweet angels. Um, Virgil Starks, a okay. 37-year-old man. Okay. He's a farmer and a welder. He's in his modest ranch-style home on a 500-acre farm off Highway 67 okay. East. Where all these crimes have been taking yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. It's 10 miles northeast of, of uh, Texarkana. Okay, okay. His, his place. Yes, yes. He turns on his favorite weekly radio show. 
His 36-year-old wife, Katie, brings him a heating pad for his sore back. (laughs) Bliss, domesticity. Yes. (laughs) They're just living their life. He's sitting in his armchair in the sitting room just off the kitchen in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And Katie is in bed, lying in bed in her nightgown. Okay. And she hears something in the backyard. So she asks Virgil to turn the radio down. You know nothing will. Nothing will. Nothing good is going to happen. No, 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 no. So seconds after Katie asks Virgil to turn down the radio, um, he's reading the Texarkana Gazette. 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 (laughs) And two shots are fired into the back of his head through a closed double window, which is roughly three feet away from where he's sitting. <laughs> a mood. Jesus fucking Christ. A real mood. Um, so Katie, she doesn't hear the actual gunshots. Mm-hmm. She just hears the shattering glass. Yeah. And she thinks that her husband dropped something. She gets up yeah. to go and check. Yeah. See what's going on. Oh, baby. I know. It breaks my heart. So she enters the doorway into the living room and she sees Virgil stand up briefly yeah. and then slump back down oh. into his chair. Oh. Yeah. Um, she sees blood, so she runs to him and tries to yeah. be like, what's going on? And she lifts his head and he's dead. Oh. So her husband is now dead. Mm-hmm. So she runs to the phone to call the police. She rings... The wall crank, because it's yeah, the 40s. Yeah, yeah yep. <laughs> this is the 40s. This is the 40s. She rings the uh, the wall crank on her phone twice before she is also shot. Yeah. Two times from the same window. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I don't like it. That's so sad. It really is. Like, they're just a farming family. Like, yeah, chilling at home. Living their life, Getting man. ready for bed. <sighs> minding their own fucking business. It gives me the big sad. Yeah, fair. So right there with you. Yeah. So Mrs. Stark is shot. One bullet enters her right cheek and exits behind her left ear. Eh. It gets worse. The other goes in just below her lip, and it breaks her jaw, splinters her teeth, and lodges underneath her tongue. Oh. So she was facing the window. Or yeah. Probably, Ugh. from the sounds of it. Uh-huh. Because if it goes through her lip... Through her lip. And lodges in yeah. her... Oh! It sounds so horrible. It sounds like the worst pain. I don't like it at all. I do not. She gets shot, drops to her knees. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. She manages to get back up onto her feet. Damn, girl! Oh, yeah. And then she runs to the living room to try and get the family's pistol to protect herself. But she's blinded by her own blood. Yeah. Because she's been shot in the face. Yeah. And... Head wounds are are gushy suckers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They really are. As someone who has had a head wound. (laughs) Yes, you have. I have. And lived to tell about it. That's the important part. It's like my scar. You can't even really see it anymore. No, it's really not that visible. It's really not that visible. I kind of wish it was like super <laughs> across your eyes. Yeah, I want like your... a really like it went through, if it went through my brow and like <laughs> it would look pretty dope. It's fine. <laughs> it's 
Ugh. All right. So at this point, she's blinded by her own blood yeah. and trying to find her pistol. And she can hear the killer tearing loose the screen wire on the back porch. Can you imagine the panic? No. (laughs) I can't either. I don't like it. She, at this point. We are not final girls. Oh, yeah. We're not. We are not. No. So, at this point, she believes she's going to be killed. She's like, I'm going to die. This is happening. So, she stumbles to the bedroom to try and leave a note. Oh. It doesn't really say if she, like, Uh wrote a note or who she wrote Mm. it to, but. She wanted to. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, the killer is kind of just going around various parts of the house just trying like to get fucking in fucking around yeah mm-hmm. so he's uh he goes to the back of the house makes his way up the stairs on the side to the screened porch mm-hmm. and then through the back screen door okay okay he's trying to get in yeah 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 eventually she can hear the killer coming in through the kitchen window so she turns she runs through the dining room through the bedroom down a hallway through another bedroom and into the living room and then out the front door. So she's fucking gone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She's out. <laughs> uh, but while all this is happening, she's still bleeding well, yeah. profusely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she leaves a virtual river of blood and teeth scattered all about the house and all the way across the street because she's... Yeah, she's gone. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she's now barefoot, soaked in blood. Yeah. She's still in her nightgown, Jesus and she fuck. goes across the street to her sister and brother-in-law's house, and nobody is home. Nobody is home. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I know, baby. I know. <laughs> it's okay to cry. Crying takes the sad out of you. <laughs> Anyway. (laughs) I cry pretty much daily. It's fine. Same. I watch one puppy video and I'm gone. (laughs) It's a mood. Uh, So she runs another 50 yards to A.V. Prater's house. A neighbor? uh, Yeah, it's a neighbor. So also I was just going to say I love how like I was going to point out that a lot of the names in this are just like two initials and then a last name. name. Like E.V. A.V. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So, the Prater's <laughs> a house. A time and a place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she goes to the Prater's house. They answer her calls for help. Yeah. Uh, and when the doors open, she gasps, Virgil is dead. And then she just collapses. Huh. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, being woken up? No. And, to, and seeing yeah. that? No. Yeah. Or, like, maybe they weren't sleeping. Maybe they were just sure. relaxing, relaxing like her yeah. and Virgil were. Yeah. And then it's like, somebody's knocking at the door. Why? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't like it. Well, and I'm just imagining, like, ooh. Like, you can she's, like, all bleeding and bloody mm-hmm. and stuff. And you could probably just, like, look down the street and, and see, see the trail. trail of blood. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh. Okay. Well, and her mouth's probably all fucked. Because oh, yeah. she's been shot through the through lip. lip. Mm-hmm. Don't like it. Yeah. Say. Prater shoots a rifle into the air to notify his other neighbor, neighbor, excuse me, Elmer Taylor. He's like, you saw bitch, get over here. <laughs> Tell me that's not what this is like. <laughs> this is in Texarkana <laughs> in the 40s. <laughs> to notify his neighbor, he fucking shoots a rifle into the air. <laughs> I broke Krista, everybody. <laughs> 
spine. <laughs> he fucking the spike is so <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> I can picture it so well. <laughs> it's so funny to me. You so bitch. To notify Elmer. So he notifies his neighbor. Uh, He calls him to bring around his car because Mr. and Mrs. Stark have been shot. So he's like, Yeah, let's go. (laughs) Bring the car around. Bring the fucking car, you son of a bitch. So Taylor, along with Mr. and Mrs. Prater and their baby, ride with Michael Mager. Uh, to the hospital at 504... Oh, write her to Michael Mager yes. Hospital. Get, there we go. Get, 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 get. At 503 Wall Street. Mr. Starks give mis- gives Mr... Oh, I'm struggling. Mrs. Starks, the one who has yes. been shot. Yes. She gives Mr. Taylor one of her teeth with a gold filling in it. <laughs> Here you go. Thanks for the Thanks ride. Thanks for the ride. <laughs> uh, so, during this drive, she's semi-conscious and she keeps... <clears throat> Lumping forward onto the, she's the, probably lost so much blood. Oh yeah, like um, damn. She's she suffered a considerable considerable amount of blood loss, obviously. But weirdly enough, she shows no sign of going into shock, and her heart rate is still steady. Damn, girl, she's a motherfucking beast. Girl is a fighter. She is a fucking fighter. The real final girl. Oh yeah, the realist. Shit. Yeah. Um, so Miller County Sheriff, W.E., more initials, more initials. <laughs> W.E. Davis, who becomes the head investigator okay. in this case, Yeah, he questions her in the operating room, which mm-hmm. I think, bro, is too soon. <laughs> but, like, maybe you know, wait until she's done? <laughs> right? Let her get her fucking mouth in order. Maybe she couldn't talk after her mouth got fixed. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. They, well. Maybe yeah, they would have, like. Yeah, because her jaw broke. Yeah, so they would have, like, wired it or something, maybe. Could you imagine trying to talk though when your jaw's broken and you're like missing teeth? And no, there's a bullet in your I tongue? can't imagine any of this. <laughs> same, same, hard same. Okay. So the next morning after this happens, the uh, the front page of the newspaper reads: "Murder Rock City again. Farmer slain, wife wounded." Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, I mean, <clears throat> Mrs. What, Stark. Stark. Our queen, Mrs. Stark. Though. Yes. God damn. For, she is the final girl, though. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Like, I am impressed. So, four days after the incident takes place, she's questioned again, and uh, she discounts rumors that have now begun circulating. Because, oh, you know. Yeah. Yep. The rumor mill. The rumor mill. So, basically, people in the community are now saying that a car had been outside their home for several nights in a row and that Mm. Virgil had voiced concerns that someone was out to murder him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Mrs. Stark says, no, that's, none of that is true. Call him on their bullshit. Mm -hmm. She's like, none of that is true. Um, Miller County Sheriff Departments uh, are notified minutes after the alarms reached Hope City Police. So, like, when Hope City is notified of this crime, Mm -hmm. the the Sheriff Department is notified so also, quick, also fast. Yep. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Arkansas State Police officers Charlie Boyd and Max Tackett were the first ones onto the crime scene. Okay. 
these two's reports of the scene, the crime scene, are contradictory. Interesting. Which I don't understand why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But okay. So one officer says that Starks was still slumped in his reading chair mm-hmm. and that the chair had caught fire because of the electric heating pad. Oh, uh-huh. So uh, it says, he said, smoke was filling the room and coming up all around the man and between his legs. So like, the chair's on fire. Mm-hmm. The other officer says the chair was in fact on fire, but that Stark's body had fallen out of the chair and onto the floor so he interesting wasn't in it yeah weird i don't know why they're that's very and that's very different. different yeah like well and i just don't understand why they're the different yeah like i honestly don't yeah pretty sure you walked in and saw the same thing but okay but okay unless one, one saw the chair on fire and pushed his body out of the maybe chair? to try and but it did say that uh the one who testified his body was on the floor said he wasn't burnt. So, mm-hmm. maybe not. Yeah. Blockades are set up several miles northeast and southwest of Highway 86. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sheriff Davis calls in officers from the entire area yeah. to help with the investigation, including Fair. two FBI agents, Captain Gonzalez and other Texas Rangers, Sheriff Presley and all of his deputies, Sheriff Jim Sanders from Little River County, Arkansas State Police, Local police and many others. They're calling in the cavalry. Everybody, everybody, <laughs> everyone, come. Mm-hmm. It's a party. They examine the crime scene. Yeah, take it all in. Uh-huh. They say there's a trail of blood and teeth all throughout the house, which is a given. Yeah. Gonzuelas states that after seeing the blood, he said, "It is beyond me why she did not bleed to death." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Same. Uh, for, agreed. Yeah. I, I, okay. Somehow she didn't. So, good for her. Damn, girl. Um. So, there's only two bullet holes in the window mm. where uh, her husband shot from. Yeah. Yep. So, they believe a, an automatic rifle was used for the crime. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. <clears throat> so, there's three clues at the scene of the crime, which are the caliber of the bullets. Yeah. There's a flashlight found in the hedge underneath the window where Virgil oh. was shot from. Mm-hmm. And then there's bloody boot and fingerprints kind of everywhere. Around, uh-huh. Yeah, so, like, mostly in the kitchen, mm-hmm. a couple other places. Ugh. There's blood and yeah. prints. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyone who was driving through the area at the time of the crime, and there's several men who were in the same vicinity, they're all picked up for questioning. Uh-huh. They're taken in. Mm-hmm. Bloodhounds are brought in the Saturday after the crime takes place. Okay. Um, by the Arkansas State Police, and they find two trails that lead to the highway that eventually mm, go dead. Go, mm-hmm. So I'm So, like, assuming, probably got in a car and yeah, drove off. My yeah. assumption is they got in a vehicle, drove away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, that night, the police patrolled Lover's Lane in hopes of preventing any other attacks. Yeah. yeah. Um, by Sunday, more state officers are brought in to help with the investigation, as well as protection of the local civilians in that area. Mm-hmm. And at least 12 suspects were detained, but only four were kept for questioning. And then, obviously, they were cleared. (laughs) They were cleared. Yes, yes. (laughs) Uh, 47 officers worked around the clock to solve all of the different cases, like the attacks and the double murders. Right. Ooh, so much work. 
so the flashlight they found outside the hedge of the Stark home is sent to Washington, D.C. for further inspection mm. by the FBI. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And meanwhile, Mrs. Stark, who's in the hospital, is yeah. showing signs of recovery. Yeah. She's doing well. Wow. She's showing improvement. Wow. She survives. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, girl. She survives. <laughs> it's wild. It's totally wild. Bless her. For real. Uh, so the unofficial uh, theory of the whole yeah, thing is yes. is labeled as sex mania. Okay. Just because yeah, the farmhouse has large amounts of cash, yeah. jewels, other monetary goods, and right. none of that stuff is right. It's not for robbery. Clearly. See, and I don't even know if it's a sex craved <clears throat> thing necessarily, as it's just depraved in general yeah exactly because i feel like there would be more sexual assault mm-hmm. if it was specifically a and sex the only craze real thing. like sexual assault there was was the first the girl. first girl and that was with a gun so yes interesting it is it is um so there are two different this is where like everything kind of goes gets fucking insane yeah. okay yep where i was like i'm gonna take some of this information but not, not all, all of, of it because it. <laughs> it really is it, it's buck wild <laughs> okay okay so if any of this is confusing i'm sorry you're fine um so there's two individuals who send in files to the police but they report that neither of their mm, submissions oh okay yeah neither of their files are seen or viewer taken oh. seriously okay yeah. um or looked into at all really and cool. both of these people that sent in these files explained that their reports included information such as thumbprints oh, um uh-huh. rifleman awards and mental and physical conditions of the people the they people. suspected mm-hmm. so it's like here's like people some, we might we think it could be because yes. of a b and c mm-hmm. exactly and basically these these files were not looked at yeah at all yeah taken seriously yep so on thursday may 9th the report on the flashlight was returned there are no fingerprints there's no dna evidence it's a dead end cool cool wednesday may 29th the first color picture is printed on the front cover of the newspaper for this case oh shit yes they print a picture of this flashlight uh-huh. in color uh-huh. on the newspaper, and it reads as follows. Have you seen this two-cell flashlight? This is a picture in detail of the flashlight found at the scene of the Stark murder. This is a two-cell, all-metal flashlight, both ends of which are painted red. Three rivets hold the head of the flashlight to the body of the light. There have been only a number of these lights sold in this area. If you have owned or know anyone who has owned one of these lights, report at once to Sheriff W.E. Davis, Miller County Courthouse, Texarkana, Arkansas. You may be one to aid in the solving of these phantom slayings. Oh, shit. Shit. Yep. Flashlight man. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Basically, now at this point, they're putting out statements they're putting out articles yeah they're pleading with the public yes excuse me no you're good <laughs> residents uh basically they're asking residents that they're saying recall these specific nights yeah. these crimes took place yeah um if if any person or persons close to you are unaccounted for yeah missing etc yeah, yeah, etc 
report it. Mm-hmm. They're like, we're trying to solve this. We're People trying to make a timeline to see if multiple people were missing at the same time. Exactly. All these crimes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. they also report that, this is a direct quote, okay. make no mistake about the fact that this slayer will be captured because we will not give up this hunt until he has been captured or killed. Mm-hmm. They're on a blood path. Yep. War path. On the war path. Yes, to do yes, your yes. thing. But as these are unsolved, I'm not so sure if they're really gonna... I'm sorry, guys. I'm so, so sorry. Spoiler alert. They don't solve it. <laughs> He's not captured or killed. Yeah. <laughs> so, now I'm getting into... Uh, theories of Well, I have some suspects. theories. I have... Uh, first, I have just complete consternation and panic <laughs> within this fucking city. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. crimes are taking place. There's Nobody's teenagers. Caught. There's adults. Yeah. It's, it's, Nobody's it seems, safe. It seems completely randomized. Well, especially because, like, people in cars versus in homes. Mm-hmm. It's like, exactly. no one is safe. Exactly. After the first double murder takes place, at this point, uh, parents are telling their children, like, stay inside, don't yeah. go out, yeah. especially after dark, right. etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the second double murder takes place, there are curfews set in place okay. for residents and businesses. Uh-huh, so, uh-huh. they're taking it more seriously. Right. Um, and then... Basically, like, before all this has taken place, it's like a, <laughs> a nice, cushy little town where people oh, right. leave their doors unlocked uh-huh. and everything is mm-hmm. chill and relaxed. And mm-hmm. now, at this point, all doors are locked, shutters are closed, people start blocking out their windows. Right. Um, no admittance. And everybody... Except on party business. Exactly. Okay. All party in the <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> uh... And at this point, everybody starts arming themselves with guns. Yay. No one was surprised. <laughs> in Texarkana in the South. You mean South. they opened up their cabinets and they were there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so, basically, the height of the hysteria in this town snowballs mm. after the murder of Virgil Stark. Virgil, mm-hmm. And the Texarkana Gazette reports that the killer may strike at any moment, at any place, at any one. Oh, boy. Good job, Gazette. Yeah. Good job. We love you. <laughs> we love you so much. Thanks, media, for inciting panic. <laughs> Again. Again. As always. Always. Ugh. Yeah. So, people are nailing sheets over their windows. They're nailing their windows shut. Mm-hmm. They're using screen door braces as window guards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're losing their shit. Yeah. Stores sell out of guns, locks, ammunitions, uh, ammunition, window shades, and Venetian blinds. It stresses me out because this is how, this is how, uh, um, accidents happen? Yes. Right? Like, yes. people get real jumpy. They get real jumpy. And then bad things happen to, mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, not bad people. Mm-hmm, exactly. Ooh. So, sales of window sashes, uh, window sash locks, screen door hooks, night latches, and other protective protective devices also increase. Yeah, people are scared. I... Residents keep police constantly busy yeah. by flooding the station with reports of night prowlers, and mm-hmm. nearly all of the police's alarms are set off all for the time, various I'm things. Sure. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. As results of excitement, wild imagination, and hysteria. <laughs> yep. Uh. There's, I didn't include it in here, but there's literally, there's stories of people calling because they hear tapping on their house, oh. and it turns out to be a hedge. 
being hit against the house by the wind. Wind, uh-huh. There's another one where <gasps> someone calls the police because they hear sounds in an upstairs bedroom and it's a cat trapped in a trash can. Oh my god. Like, literally, people have lost, lost their, their shit. shit. There's constant gunshots because people are uh-huh. shooting at shadows. Right, yep. And white-faced figures. Mm-hmm. Like, people have lost yep. it. <laughs> Whew. It's nuts. Ooh. And these cops, from everything I've read, aside from, you know, the reports yeah. they didn't read, yeah. they're responding to all of they're these They're like, calls. yes, ma'am. Even ridiculous yes, ones, even yeah. far-fetched ones, they're right. responding as best as they can. Right. Way to go, guys. Good job. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> uh, farmhouses and neighborhoods are now constantly ablaze with lights. Uh-huh. People are leaving their lights uh-huh. on. Uh-huh. Businesses, including cafes, theaters, and nightclubs, lose a shit ton of business. Uh, yeah, fair. Yeah. Evenings are busy, but before dawn, the streets are barren, and the yeah. city is basically a ghost, a ghost town. town. Mm-hmm. No one wants to be outside. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> yeah, fair. Liquor stores start closing at 9.30 and refuse to sell booze to anybody who's already been drinking. Oh, there, yeah. There was a thing I almost included that was basically like a statement they put out where they mm. were like, uh, we will not serve you. Uh, <laughs> if your plans are to get drunk and walk around the city... We will not serve you. Like, oh, basically, shit. like, yeah. if you're out being drunk in public, in public, you're a problem for this case and a danger to yourself and yeah. others. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, you're not wrong. Yeah, can't, can't <laughs> deny that. You're not These wrong. These cold hard facts. Mm-hmm. There was even, like, shit where a vendor, like, shot someone in the foot Here's over what I beer. Hear. See, I'm oh, saying yeah. this is how accidents oh, happen. Oh, yeah, trigger happy. <laughs> Fucking trigger happy. Yeah. That, that's literally the next the yeah. next thing I have in here is the town of Texarkana becomes extremely dangerous. Yeah. Because people are jittery and anxious mm-hmm. and nervous and everyone is armed to the teeth with right. guns and axes. Right. It's not safe. Like, mm-hmm. cops have to uh, turn on their, um, their lights, lights and mm-hmm. stand in the headlights before approaching vehicles for fear of being shot. shot. Mm-hmm. And they have to call ahead to go to homes. Mm-hmm. There's like a man who's reported standing on someone's porch who was just trying to get out of the rain so he could catch a bus. Oh my god. Like, people yeah. are in complete yeah. fucking panic. Yeah. It's it's insane. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> so, throughout this entire investigation for the Phantom Killer, almost 400 suspects are arrested. <laughs> 400. So many. Oof. Um, so now I have just a few suspects in okay. the different cases. Okay. So in yeah. the Hollis and Larry case, no suspects were arrested. Yeah, yeah. In the Griffin and Moore case, over 200 people were questioned and about the same number of false tips were received. Uh-huh. And checked. Yeah. So yeah. lots of work. Love it. Three suspects were taken into custody because they had bloody clothing. Oh, um, two were released after giving satisfying explanations for why they were covered in blood. Sure. Okay. <laughs> and the last was held in Vermont, Texas for questioning, but was eventually cleared. Um, during the Martin and Booker case, a taxi cab driver who was driving through the area was a suspect mm-hmm. for a time. Yeah. But he was eventually cleared. Cleared. This one is really interesting. So on April 27th, a man is arrested in Corpus Christi, Texas. Okay. After trying to sell a saxophone to an instrument store, um, but he didn't have a saxophone with him. Uh-huh. 
So basically, he goes into an instrument store um, the Thursday before he's arrested, and he asks the salesperson if they want to buy a... a, I think my computer auto-corrected this. Bundy. Bundy also saxophone. Oh, okay. Um, But he doesn't have it with him. uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. And the, the clerk's... The salesman that he talks to is like, I'll talk to the manager. Yeah. And he's like, why do you want to talk to the manager? Don't you work here? And this salesperson says that he seems nervous. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Suspicious. Yeah. And uh-huh. as soon as they go to get the manager, this guy fucking Leaves. takes off. Hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so he's arrested two days later at the Waterfront Hotel after purchasing a forty-five caliber revolver from a pawn shop oh boy which is suspicious don't be suspicious don't be suspicious <laughs> <laughs> he is identified by the salesman from the yeah. instrument store yeah. as the same man who was trying to sell the saxophone okay yep there is no saxophone anywhere in his possessions but they do find a bag of bloody clothing in his hotel room yikes big yikes fucking yikes he claims that the blood on his clothes is from a forehead gash from a bar fight. <sighs> Don't know. Okay. There was a whole bunch about this guy. Possible, but basically, but... the long and short of it is that he was cooperative. He was quick to give answers. Yeah. And Didn't they checked shady. and double checked and triple checked. And they were like, he's not our guy. Okay. So he's cleared. All right. There was like a statement released where they were like, we want to catch the guy, but we want to catch the, the right, right guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's cleared. In the Stark case, there are several people in the vicinity who yeah. are taken in and questioned, like right. we talked about. Yeah. Um, they're all questioned and released. This one is the most interesting one, which is why it's the one I decided to end on. Mm, okay. Even though there was like 15 more suspects. I'm, I'm sure This was the lot. point where I was like, I tap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking out. Yeah, because this this was their prime suspect mm-hmm. in the whole case. Okay. And so okay. that's why I was like, I'm going to end here. Yeah. Max Tuckett, he's a 33-year-old 33, 33 Arkansas State Police officer who's yeah. a rookie at the time. Yeah. His police cruiser is stolen. Oh. It goes missing. Mm-hmm. That happens on the same night that one of the murders takes place. Oh. Yes. Shit. Uh, and then he later finds his car just abandoned. Okay. On Friday, June 28th, Tackett founds, founds, finds a car in a parking lot that had been reported as stolen. So he stakes it out, mm-hmm. does a big chill, yeah. waits for somebody mm-hmm. to come back to the car. Yeah. So... He arrests 21-year-old Peggy Sweeney, and she states that she had just recently gotten married in Shreveport, and that her cousin, or her cousin, her husband. <laughs> Ooh, we are in the South. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you right. Her cousin slash husband. <laughs> just jokes. Just jokes. Just jokes. <laughs> so, she had just gotten married in Shreveport, but her husband, she's she tells them, is currently in Atlanta, Texas, trying to sell another stolen car. Oh, cool. Stolen cars abound. What up? Yeah. <laughs> Homer Carter, who's the chief of police in Atlanta, where he's supposed to be uh-huh. trying to sell this car. Yes. He tells Tackett that a man had tried to sell one of his citizens a stolen car. Yeah. So Tackett 
interviews this citizen and asks if he would recognize the suspect if he had, mm-hmm. if he saw him. Yeah. To which he said he probably wouldn't. Uh-huh. He was like, no, probably not. Not really. But he noted that this citizen had a distinct look. Like, he wore cowboy hat and cowboy boots and... Distinct in, in the South? Are you fucking That's kidding me? That's what I said. <laughs> I was like... But we're in Texarkana. I was like, pretty sure everyone. cowboy boots and cowboy hats are not rare. <laughs> they are everywhere. Yeah, I assume. I assume as well. I don't know. Never been. Same. Matt has. <laughs> oh, we could ask on his mission. Aww. So basically, he tells this guy, while you might not be able to recognize him, he might recognize you. <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, his idea is that if he takes this. A person mm-hmm. to various places. Yeah. Uh, he's hoping the suspect will see him, and knowing that he tried to sell him a stolen car, he will avoid him. Like, make a... <clears throat> yeah, I get it. Go out of React his way. in some way. Yeah, exactly. That's so telling. He, he's trying to, like, lure him out. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. On a Saturday in July, Tackett and the civilian go into an Arkansas motor coach bus station on Frontwater Street near Union Street, and Tackett sees a man sprinting oh. out of the back of the building. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yes. So he pursues him on foot, and he catches him on the fire escape. He got him. How Hollywood. Very Hollywood. <laughs> While he would not talk... Um, oh, sorry. He, he, he catches U.L. Swinney. Swinney? Swinney? Swinney, so sure. Yeah. yeah. Peggy's husband. Peggy's he, hubby. He catches him on the fire escape. Okay. Swinney... His name is U-L. Like Y-O-U-E-L-L. Is that Yule? U-L? Yule? I don't know. I'm going to say it's Yule. Yule. I'm into it. Yeah. (laughs) So while Yule would not talk to the detectives, Mm -hmm. his wife Peggy confesses in great detail that he is in fact the phantom killer. (laughs) And he... uh, Peggles. Yes. She says that he killed Betty Jo Booker and Paul Martin. She attests to that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, by law in 1946, Peggy can't testify against her husband. Oh, cool. They're married. Fucking love that. So she's considered an unreliable witness. Witness. They mm-hmm. can't use her in oh, the case. okay. All right. Yep. UL is not arrested for these murders because the only evidence that they have is circumstantial. Uh-huh. <sighs> so. woof. Instead, he goes... Uh, he he's sent to prison as a habitual car thief. Okay, well, they at fair. least have him on that. Yeah, the circumstantial evidence that they did have in regards to this case mm-hmm. is the car Peggy is arrested for stealing. Yes, is the same one that's reported missing on the night of the Griffin Moore murders. Okay, okay. When caught on the fire escape, Swinney said, "Please don't shoot me," to which Tackett responded. I'm not going to shoot you for stealing cars. Mm-hmm. And he said, Mr. Don't play games with me. You want me for way more than stealing cars. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> In the police car, Yule asked De- uh, Deputy Tillman Johnson, mm-hmm. he said, Mr. Johnson, what do you think they'll do to me for this? Will they give me the chair? Mm. To which Johnson responded, you'll maybe get five or ten years. They don't give the electric chair for stealing cars. Yeah. And Swinney said, Mr. Johnson, you've got me for way more than stealing cars. <laughs> Sir. Sir. <laughs> do you, do you want to get caught? It sounds like it. Jesus. 
He's like, he's like, it was me. It was me. It was me. Don't look at me. It was, it was me. me. Don't look at me, but it was me. But don't look at me, though. <laughs> right? Yeah, pretty much. So when Peggy is told that her husband's being held for murder, she exclaims, how did they find out? <sighs> Peggy. Peggy. Please. Come on. <laughs> um, and then also, Peggy takes the officers near the same spot where Paul Martin's car was found, and yeah. she tells them that she had walked into the woods. Mm-hmm. So they go in the woods, and they find women's heel prints in mm-hmm. the mud. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Pretty suspicious. 100. Both Peggy's family and uh, Ewell's brother-in-law. Oh, okay. I, I'm, I'm assuming maybe his, like, sister's husband oh, okay 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 maybe yeah, yeah 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 um they all believed he was the phantom killer oh fuck they were convinced that's brutal mm-hmm. um police found a khaki work shirt in ewell's room mm-hmm. with a laundry mark of the word stark on it oh yep <laughs> yep uh and then there was also a Lag in the front pocket. Oh, okay. That's uh that matched samples found in Virgil Stark's welding shop. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yep, 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 yep. So it's all kind of connected. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh you will Sweeney previously owned a 32 caliber Colt automatic, but mm-hmm. had sold it in a craps game. Mm-hmm. So he had the so gun. So he had the gun. Yep. Mm-hmm. And while being accused of murder, he remained silent. He never pled innocent. He never like denied oh, interesting. it. Interesting, interesting. He just did nothing. Yeah. Well, I guess he did say he he said I am not the phantom oh. killer, but he didn't deny killing those people. Those people. <laughs> so it makes me wonder, like, if maybe he wasn't the phantom killer, but maybe he did kill uh huh the two. Yeah. If like, there were they actually related, two, I was like, maybe there were two cases yeah. going on. Like maybe they just happened around the same time. Mm-hmm. Like he he killed those two people. Yeah. But that didn't make him a phantom killer. Yeah. Yeah. If that makes yes. sense. Yes. Yes. It was a thought that crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. Peggy Swiney confessed to her husband's actions and revealed information to the the police that was very detailed, including some information they already had and some that they did not. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So that was all their circum- circumstantial evidence, but the complications in this whole case were Ewell's uh, fingerprints did not match any of the latent prints yeah. found at the Booker Martin crime scene. Uh-huh. Um, Peggy eventually recanted her confession. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Texas Distressed Rangers, noises. For real. Intensify. <laughs> Texas Rangers... Uh, and Sheriff Bill Presley were not convinced that Ewell was mm, mm-hmm. the Phantom. Uh, yeah. They didn't buy it. Swinney did deny being the Phantom, but didn't confess his innocence either. Right. So. Yeah. Um, officers, including Presley Davis, Reynolds, and both State Department worked for six months to try and validate Peggy's claims that her oh, husband was yeah. the Phantom. Yeah. But they deduced that she was not telling the truth and that on the nighters, nighters, <laughs> night of the murders of Booker and Martin, the couple were sleeping in their car under a bridge in San Antonio. Oh, so they weren't even, like, that's, there. That's what the cops what the deduced. Cops said, mm-hmm. Is that they weren't even. Uh-huh. Interesting. They weren't even there. Yeah. And then, uh, it's unknown whether it was a confession or a prank, but an anonymous woman contacted family members of two of the victims okay. in 1999 and in 2000 apologizing 
for what her father had done. Um, okay. But it was never confirmed that Ewell Swinney ever yeah. had a daughter. Yeah, right. So, so it could be somebody just, like, sensationalizing something. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah. Like, inserting themselves into Exactly. Okay. But, oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, but basically, there's... Like I said, there was a bunch of other yeah. suspects and a bunch of other yeah. what-have-yous. But from the sounds of it, it was just mass hysteria and panic. Yeah, yeah. And then... After three weeks with nothing happening, people kind of started to calm down. Yeah. And then oh, after three months, everyone just kind of moved on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it never was never solved. solved. It was never figured out. Interesting. Right? Hmm. It honestly hmm. blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was like really convinced that it was Yule Swinney, mm-hmm. but maybe not i don't know it, I, I don't know i'm so which ones do you like could he have killed is that what the, the um booker and martin booker and martin that was the the boy that was out of the car and the girl that was in the woods yes yes those are the ones yeah the mm-hmm. 17 15 year old yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. okay all right i mean they were teenagers yeah because i'm just wondering how like how because you can you can look at all the cases and see that they're vastly different. Oh yeah, extremely. So I, I, I w- it wouldn't be far fetched to me that they were two people. Exactly. Exactly. Going around doing a thing. Well, because like cause there was the attacks. The first guy got like the skull fracture, yeah. and the girl got sexually assaulted, and then mm-hmm. and then the, the second murders... one of the by the club with the couple in the car. Yeah. The only thing that was really the same was. The locations mm-hmm. and the weapon. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think that's why they assumed yeah. it was all the same person. But I mean, is a thirty-two caliber Colt revolver that rare? Probably Especially not. in Texas. <laughs> Probably not. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> and and it's I don't how know, the West it, was won. You don't know the, the, it's how the West was won. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> the, I think the hard thing about it is there's the attacks and then there's the murders yeah. and like where the murders are concerned you don't know if they were a masked assailant or not yeah and with the starks well and she didn't that, see who shot them right well and even then that one feels vastly different because yeah. it's at their house and it's the, through a window through a window and it was an automatic rifle not a 32 uh-huh. caliber uh-huh. like the weapon but they had different. a flashlight mm-hmm. like the the first attacker yeah, shown a flashlight so that's interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. I, I don't know. Mm. I think they, the town honestly believed that all the attacks were perpetrated by the, the same, same person. Person or persons. They did say it could have been more, more than, than one. one. Yeah. But. Mm. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. <laughs> yep. So that's the Tech Texarkana Tech Moonlight Murders. Ooh. Nothing good and all bad. <laughs> This whole podcast. Yes. <laughs> Our tagline. I guess the good is that three three people did survive, did survive all those attacks. And Mrs. Stark fucking... She is a true hero. She carried this team. <laughs> she did. Straight to the finish line. God damn. I mean, they were the last mm-hmm. attack in this yeah. set of yeah. attacks. I guess so. we should also praise the first couple for surviving as well oh yeah it was like not that their ordeal was they any sur- less they survived as well it's like fuck i mean 
getting shot in the head twice and being assaulted with the barrel of a gun are both extremely traumatizing. Oh, yes. Like 100%. on different levels, but still. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. want either of those things to happen to me. Same. Please no. Woof. <laughs> All right. I guess we'll, so that's, we'll leave you here. That's our episode. <laughs> Go watch some cartoons. Or better Go. yet, some letter Kenny. Go pet a dog. Pet a pup. Or a cat. Go. Or a snake or whatever you want. Make yourself some tea. Have a bath. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> and listen yeah. to something other than this. Yeah, please. <laughs> I beg. All right, let's plug the socials. Oh, yeah. Twitter. <laughs> death becomes underscore us. <clears throat> Instagram. Death period becomes period us. Perfect. Yes. And... Thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks, you we guys. We love you guys. Y'all are the shit. I love you. Good night, don't die. Good night, don't fucking die. <laughs> for a half a second, I forgot what it was. Good night, don't fucking die. Good night, don't fucking die. Bye. Bye. <laughs>